Thank you again. And uh, Margaret, Ziggy, David, it's a pleasure to be here. I don't think it's a secret that Melbourne's my favourite city and RMIT is my favourite university. And of course, it all comes together because my favourite football team is, is Melbourne. And uh, I know... I know what you're thinking, two out of three isn't bad, but, um, but, but it's, um, it, it's, it's all for the good. And, and um, you know, I've been as loyal to RMIT as I has been, have been to the Melbourne Football Club, Margaret. Um, we're looking for project managers in the resource industry. So six months ahead of schedule and under budget. When you look for your next career, Margaret, give me a call. We, we, we may have something very interesting for you to do. It, it, it isn't in an urban location. It's somewhere out in the Pilbara. I think it's that young guy. Uh, look, I, I, I've had a, a very long relationship um, with the university that's, that started off um, in the 60s uh, when I was trying to really figure out what I was wanting to do, and uh, I made a lot of great friends here. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun here, and from time to time, I think I did actually study here. <laughs> but but uh, it, it was all for the good. I've noticed the pub is still there, which is very um, well done, Kerry, yeah, to, to, to incorporate that into the, the learning centre. And someone told me the top floor of the pub is now the research centre of the university. I worry about that, but, but, I, but I'm sure some very imaginative research is going to come out of, out, out of the centre. Look, um, th this is... Uh, I, I, I just don't know how to say it in a, in a really... Uh, modest way, but I owe a lot to this university because I came uh, from a country that really wouldn't give you that opportunity. And I started here as an, uh, as an immigrant. I went to Northcote Boys High School. It was a boys high school at, at that point. Uh, from there, I went to Ford in, in Broadmeadows, you know, it's one of those suburbs out there where people actually work for a living. Uh, went to Ford in Detroit, another city that, uh, you know, values hard work. And from there went to private equity in New York. That's also very good. And, and uh, you know, a center of excellence for uh, financial services. And of course, uh, from there came almost full circle uh, back to BHP Billiton and, and now opening up this world-class, fantastic, amazing facility. What a lot of people don't know is when I was looking for a job and in those days I needed a job and I applied to several companies. Uh, most didn't respond but I got a response from BHP as it was then and Ford. Both were interested, and, and Ziggy, we're, we're about the same age, so you know, you know the period I'm talking about. Both were interested. Uh, I just wanted a job. I, I didn't really, but I loved the automotive industry. BHP came first. They said, you have a job. And I thought, that's pretty good. It's money. I'll be able. And, and they said, uh, you start uh, in February. 
you know, this, this was late in, in the prior year. You start in February, it was, it was going to be great. But I was hoping that maybe Ford had just lost my phone number or something. Middle of January, I get a call from uh, BHP saying everything's on track and you're starting in February. Uh, just a slight change. And the job now is in Wollongong, not in Melbourne. <laughs> Look, this is going to sound ridiculous because since then I've lived and worked in 10 different countries. But at that stage, I didn't want to leave Melbourne. As a matter of fact, I didn't even want to leave the northern suburbs of Melbourne. So um, I thought, what do I say now? I said, well, that's great. I'm ready. Um, the next day, Ford called and said, would you like to start? And I said, yes. And for decades, I thought that Ford was just slow and, you know, they, they were just thinking about it. And then I found out they offered that job to about 20 different people. No one took it. I think I was 21st on the list. <laughs> and listen, it's, it's sort of worked out. So. <laughs> um, about 10 years ago, I thought that it would be good to kind of circle back and, and do something uh, for RMIT. And I was particularly interested in innovation and, and, and creativity and entrepreneurship. It's, it, it wasn't that I thought everyone should run their own business and everyone should run around you know, with pointy hats on, but, but I thought it was, it was a very good discipline uh, to at least start thinking about your career, even if that doesn't become uh, your career. And, and I chatted with some people, uh, both inside the university and outside the university, and David, I think you and I had a discussion there at one point, uh, and I decided that I would set up a scholarship fund, uh, and, and I, I actually wish more people in Australia would do this. It's, it's quite common outside of Australia, it's less common inside of Australia, but I thought I, I would do this in, in a low-key way and just see how it would work. And it had to be targeted to students uh, and, the, and the money had to go directly to students. I, I felt strongly about that. And I should have given it to you, Margaret. You would have managed it better probably. <laughs> but uh, I, th I think it was important that the money went to the students directly. And um, I just had a lot of faith that it would help. And, and, and I think it, 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 it has, as Ian mentioned, 54 people, uh, students have participated in it over the last few years. I met four uh, today and they were, they were just incredible. They, they really, um, I was just proud, proud to be an Australian actually, uh, to, to listen to their ideas and, and, and some of the thoughts that they had and um, just some of the innovation they had around business and products and marketing and, 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 and learning as they, as they went along. And way beyond their years. I don't know what age they were, Margaret, but they, they looked like they were probably late teens, early 20s. Uh, but, you know, they could have been 30 and, and more in terms of their maturity around the business. I feel just as strongly that Australia needs that type of stimulus around creativity and 
um, and innovation and entrepreneurship today as I felt 10 years ago. Uh, and, and one of the things I'm very proud of actually is that education in itself has become one of Australia's strengths. You know, I didn't realise that we had so many RMIT students in the global campuses, but I think if there are several industries that Australia could be world-class in, education is one of them. I happen to think natural resources is another, but I think education is definitely one that we should be pushing as a community uh, in, in, into the uh, into the global sphere. I also think agriculture is, is perhaps a third one. Um, and and you don't have to be as a you know a small country like Australia doesn't have to be good at everything. But if you pick a, a few areas where you're really good at it, you've been at it for a long time. You've got talented people, and you've built the infrastructure that supports it. Then um, it's it's worth pursuing. Yeah, when I walked around earlier today and, 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 and just before we came in here, uh, three, three things sort of hit me. One, uh, it's a university that is part of a, a global education system. And that's good because you, 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 if you're not part of globalisation today, I don't think you're optimising uh, your own potential. Secondly, it's in an urban location. And that presents some difficulties, I, I, I can appreciate, but I think it's a wonderful position to start to learn about how the world is, because when you think of the trend to urbanisation around the world with hundreds of millions of people moving uh, from rural areas to more urban areas and uh, consequently in the process improving their living standards, I think having uh, a, a flagship of a, a, an urban-based university in Melbourne is a, is a very positive thing. And when, when Ian was showing me around, one of, one of the things that was very apparent, whether it was the social architecture, Kerry, of, of the building, or the, just the electronics um, and, and the um, uh, online cap capability of the building, everything was about making it more connected, people connected to each other, people connected to the community, people connected to, to, the, uh, to the staff as, w as well. So I think that's, that's really important as, as, we, as, as we start to uh, look at that. Um, one of the things that struck me today in listening to um, some of the students is they're very proud of the school. And you can have many report cards out there on the size of the building, which is important, the, the quality of the building, which is important. Um, but when the students themselves are, are really proud to be associated with the school and, and when they're proud of the achievements that they've had and the opportunities that they've had, I think that that is the ultimate report card. And uh, so I was very pleased to see that. And, and quite touched by what was a, a genuine affection for their time at the school and their and the learning at the school as, as well. We've got a lot going for us in Australia, and, and I know sometimes 
we, we get egged on to be a little more negative than we should be. Uh, but I, I like to pause every now and again and, and just remind myself just how much good there is in this country uh, and how much, how many real advantages we have as individuals and citizens living in a country that has the opportunities that uh, Australia's, the, the Australia offers us. And I think this school and in particular this building is a great symbol of that. And I'm, I'm just honoured that you asked me to uh, declare this building, this extraordinary building, Ian, open. I'm told that I have to press a button somewhere. I'll let you know in a second. Okay. Uh, but but I, I'm just honoured to be able to do that, and I'm, I'm, Ian, I'm prepared to do it any time you like. Thank you very much.